hello, Dr. Schiller. Uh, thank you for accepting our invitation for this interview. Uh, as you recall, uh, our last gathering at Montage, Beverly Hills, turned out to be uh, such a success for the uh, Persian community, especially in California. Uh, our most affluent and successful group uh, have become a fan of you, doctor, and followed your work ever since. Oh, that's nice <laughs> to hear. <laughs> uh, given the circumstances, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, dear listeners, as you know, Dr. Robert Schiller has a massive influence on the financial world. In 2013, he was awarded the Nobel Prize of uh, Economic Science. He is both a professor of economics and professor of finances at Yale University. Uh, Dr. Schiller has written many books such as Market Volatility, uh, Micro Markets, uh, The New Financial Order, Finance and Good Society, and Irrational Exuberance. Uh, he has not stopped there. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Schiller continued to serve as a vice president of the American Economic Association and president of the uh, Eastern Economic Association. He was elected president of the American Economic Association in 2013. Well, Dr. Schiller, uh, in Persian community, you are, you, you are huge followers. You have huge followers. And they are thrilled with your work. And it's such a pleasure to have you with us today. And uh, welcome to our uh, program, Doctor. It's my pleasure, too. Um, that being said, Doctor, uh, we've been uh, blessed with the information that uh, uh, you have passed on to not only to the American society, but to the Persian community. Uh, having you has been really great because uh, your insight on the uh, various uh, topics, it's, it's really enlightening. Uh, that being said, Doctor, if you're ready, why don't we go through the first question? Okay. Okay. You know, Persians in, um, all over the world, particularly in California and the United States, uh, they have huge asset in uh, real estate. And... You managing the Case-Shiller Index and knowing basically, I will say, more than anybody in real estate uh, uh, details, what is your forecast of residential and commercial real estate in the United States? Well, that, this is an exceptionally uncertain time because of the coronavirus. And I would say also the uh, the in the United States we're talking about the uh, election and the uh, conflict that uh, uh, divides. Uh, it's a strongly contested election, so these things all add uncertainty to the mix. Uh, we haven't really experienced just this situation ever before. Uh, I'm worried that uh, the coronavirus uh, will. Uh, dampen enthusiasm for urban properties, both commercial and residential. Uh, people don't want to don't want to live in. They, they may not. We'll see how it works out. 
may not want to live in the center city. Uh, also, the movement toward uh, the working from home uh, encourages people to move out to the uh, suburbs or even further. Uh, and the attractions of big city living have diminished somewhat. If you are worried about eating out uh, and going to the theater and that sort of thing uh, because of the COVID-19. Uh, this will all be over at some day, but in the meantime, uh, it may not bode, bode well for uh, uh, real estate prices. Uh, fantastic. You know, there's always one question that comes out, and uh, uh, me being a financial advisor, they always ask me, should I buy real estate? Should I hold on? Should I sell? Should I take equity out? Uh, and they're referring to commercial and real estate. Uh, would you have any insight on that? Well, uh, it depends on your situation, if, especially with residential real estate. Do you want a house? <laughs> you might feel mobile. You might think, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to be tied down to a certain region. Um, because maybe I'll find a job opportunity somewhere else that I prefer. Uh, or you may have a family and you may uh, appreciate the kind of living that uh, a stable community somewhere offers. But if, if you're just looking at real estate as a pure investment, then you have to think like a business person. You have to think, how can I rent it out? <laughs> how can I, uh, uh, do I really need this property? Uh, because, uh, Historically, home prices have not risen anywhere like the stock market. Uh, they go through booms, and we've been through one recently, but they tend to be followed by corrections. Uh, so uh, it's not it's not the great investment that, if, as a pure investment, that people uh, think it is. Yeah, that's true. Actually, you know, by the time you add the expenses and what it takes to maintain, actually. You're absolutely right. Doctor, uh, let's say uh, I, I want to buy a house. I don't own a house. And this question comes up a lot. Uh, should we buy now or just wait to see where we're heading economically? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> uh, so uh, our S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Home Price Indices, which I developed with, uh, with others, uh, are still going up. Uh, and they're going up faster than inflation still. Uh, but uh, it has been slowing down. And uh, the, the real estate market is different from the stock market. It's much less choppy, and it's much more inertial. It goes in the same direction. So it's been weakening in its strength of appreciation for years, several years now. Uh, so I worry that uh, it might uh, actually start to fall, as it has in some cities, like New York City. Uh, it fell in our latest uh, uh, monthly uh, data. Uh, it, it has to do with uh, the story. You know, we, we are still worried about New York <laughs> because it's business it's an entertainment center, but it can't function as that right now, not well, because of the virus. Uh, and so uh, it's, it's not the best time to buy, but if you really need a house, if, you, if it's something you dream of, 
maybe you don't want to put your life on hold, and you could go ahead and, and purchase. I see. Uh, doctor, it's strange, given the fact that we have, I don't know, 29 or 30 million unemployed people, uh, businesses are closing down, we have the COVID-19 dealing, but the prices, at least in uh, California, continue to go higher. Is there any logic to this? Yeah, it's, it's the same in all three major asset classes, housing, uh, bonds, and the stock market. I mean, they've all been going higher over uh, COVID-19, uh, and that, that seems kind of uh, puzzling. But uh, I think the markets are more psychological than uh, the uh, usual economic analysis would suggest. And so there's something going on at this point. Is, you know, fear of the future can <clears throat> trigger buying because people are want to want to be uh, into a good situation, and they're worried about their future. Uh, that sounds odd, but uh, it can be that way. <clears throat> In the United States, the whole experience with Donald Trump <clears throat> is a, very much affecting our thinking, although it affects two different groups of people in opposite ways at many times. But I, I think it also uh, it may encourage a sort of patriotic optimism, uh, and uh, su- suggested behavior by our president of living high. You know, you, you don't want to, you have to show off your high status uh, by living nicely. Uh, and so those ideas are out there kind of independently of how you're going to vote uh, this uh, November. I see. Well, thank you so much, Doctor. Uh, it's, it's always a pleasure to hear from you. Uh, we will take a little break and then uh, we'll continue. Thank you. Okay, nice talking to you. Sorry.